everyone, and welcome to iCritic Live. This is the podcast where we talk about entertainment, pop culture, and life in between. I'm your host, Kevin T. Rodriguez, film critic of iCritic.net. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your time with me today. And boy, did we have a busy week on this podcast. We interviewed Jason Sebakis, who is the new owner and CEO of Animago, a very classic very old school anime company that I look forward to seeing what he does with in the future. Uh, we do have the infamous JK Rowling uh, Patreon member exclusive podcast that will go up Wednesday. It will finally go up Wednesday. So if you're not a Patreon member and you want to hear my thoughts on that, well, um, you know, we will be doing it there. Um, also, we uploaded a new video about why Disney is closing the Disney Movie Club service. Um, spoiler alert, I don't necessarily agree with that, but what are you going to do? It's a new future. And so it's been like a very busy week, and I, I can't believe like how busy it is. Oh, and yeah, and just to let you know, we did uh, have Warner Brother Discovery's earnings report today, but unlike previous reports had stated that um, they were going to take the moment to announce that Coyote versus Acme is scrapped and it's officially being written down as a tax write-off. Uh, no word was mentioned about that. So look, if you're fighting the fight to see Coyote versus Acme, continue to retweet. Uh, sorry, uh, retweet the hashtag release Coyote versus Acme. Continue to write letters to Warner Brothers Discovery offices. Continue to call the company and express that you want to see this movie released um by the way be nice with all of this if you're stark getting mean and stuff you know david zaslav is a very petty man from what i can understand and if you start like sending him letters calling him you know an evil german dictator or something like that well guess what he that's not going to make him listen that's not going to make anyone listen so be as nice as you can but today we're going to kind of wade into a little bit of YouTube drama. Uh, it's something I don't normally talk about, but I kind of want to put some perspective because, you know, most of the time when there's drama, there's like a huge fallout and people think, oh, the career is over and things like that. And this is a case where that's uh, not the case. So I don't know how many of you are familiar with a YouTube channel called The Completionist. And the main host and presenter of the channel is Gerard. And the whole concept of The Completionist is that Gerard completes games 100%. He gets all the trophies, he gets all the achievements, he does everything in the game. And at the end, he gives it a rating where donate it is the worst you could do. It's like, you know, just donate the game, it's not worth playing. And then he has completed, which is this game is worth completing from beginning to end. And then he also has like a rating called play it which basically means, yeah, I recommend you play it. I don't necessarily recommend you do everything, but it is definitely fun. It's a very, it is a fun channel. And especially for people like me who do not have the time or honestly, even the will in some many, many cases to complete games down to every little nook and cranny. I have loved watching this channel. It's very informative. It's very entertaining and he makes for a great host. Now he was running a charity for a while where they were raising money for dementia because his mom died from dementia. And so he wanted to 
pay money to contribute. And then some other YouTubers uh, decide, looked into it and found that the money that was being raised was not being donated to that said cause. Now, I don't think it was being spent illicitly as far as I can tell. It just, they were just sitting on it for whatever reason. And I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a tax attorney. I do do my own taxes. I'm very confident in my ability to do my own taxes. I don't know if this is illegal or whatever, but, well, it got a lot of discussion talking. Now, as a result of that, he did lose some subscribers. He donated the money. He made a statement that they were ready to be audited, that they had done nothing legally wrong. Uh, maybe That doesn't mean you didn't do anything morally wrong, of course, but according to him, he uh, didn't do anything legally wrong. And people felt his career would be over. And what happens later? Well, he kind of took like a month or so off. Like, you know, I would say a couple months, actually, now that I think about it. And he would just lay quiet, laid low. And then one day he released a new video, Super Mario RPG, 25 years later, a Nintendo classic. And it was the same format that... He had pretty much been doing the entire time. Now, there were uh, a couple little changes to the visuals in terms of the thumbnail. Like, they used to put Gerard and beards on the characters on the thumbnails, because that's his trademark, his beard. Uh, the new Super Mario video just had three characters from the game, including Mario himself, and... All of his thumbnails since then have basically de-emphasized him as the presenter of these completionist videos. And when that video came out, and basically Gerard, at the beginning of the video, he said, you know, I know it's going to take a long time to earn back your trust. I'm willing to do it. Let's continue with the episode. And then he just makes an episode like he normally would. There were tons of YouTubers, um, the guy who originally exposed him, Review Tech USA, that were like, how dare he come back to making YouTube videos as if absolutely nothing had happened. How, how dare he do that? And, you know, my response to that is like, well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I am someone who says, look, everyone's going to make a mistake and everyone's going to do something terrible. Like, you know, you think you're the nicest guy in the world. Guess what? You do something, you're a terrible person to somebody else. That's one of the problems with cancel culture and the Twitter mob, if you will. If you do something bad, you get enough people saying, you know, this is a terrible thing. And you know what? It ends up becoming like, before you know it, this person is the worst person in the world and deserves to like lose their livelihood and they deserve to go homeless. Maybe they even deserve to unalive themselves, if you will. And I've just never uh, been that kind of person. And the situation, as sketchy as it was, I look at it and it's like, okay, he got caught not donating the money. So what happens now? Well, first of all, he donates the money. He steps down from any charity boards. And I think that's in a, and he loses some subs because he does lose some trust. And I think ultimately that's a fair punishment. Like, okay, here's the thing, Gerard, like going forward, you can never be part of a charity again. Like, that is something that you have lost credibility with. No one is going to trust a charity if you're involved with it. 
you know, you probably, there will be other events that you probably can't do because you do have a little bit of an image of someone who does not follow through with promises. These are issues. And these are appropriate punishments as well. But let's look at it this way. His whole thing was not defrauding people. His whole thing was not, you know, he runs charities, he raises a lot of money, and he defrauds them. This is not a Logan Paul situation where Logan Paul sold a bunch of useless NFTs, promised he was going to give the money back, and then basically never give the money back. In this case, the money was donated. It was ultimately donated, and the appropriate steps were taken. He was also removed from a game I'm currently playing right now, Sea of Thieves. I disagree with that, but you know, the developers made that decision. That is a consequence of this, you know, whole drama and this whole scandal, if you will. And I think the punishment fits the crime, especially since, again, the money was donated at the end of the day. It's a shame that it took prodding and a little bit of exposing for it to happen, but ultimately it did get donated. It, you didn't find out that he was like buying Teslas and all these things on the side. The money just, for whatever reason, wasn't being donated, and now it is donated. And since he's not known for his charity work, he's known for completing video games and doing video essays on video game history and where the companies are now and interviews and stuff. That was his bread and butter. So it made sense that he would go back to doing that. Now, people are saying, well, can he go back to that? Can he, you know, make things great again? And the thing is, it appears that while there is a hit, for sure, on his channel, he is probably going to ultimately be fine. Now, his videos average between 100 to 300,000 views per video on average in the past. Sometimes they would be about 50 to 75,000, depending if the game wasn't that popular or something like that. Uh, sometimes they would go above 500,000 if it was like a particularly pro popular game. Uh, and then when he would do some crazy things like him buying every single Nintendo Wii U and 3DS game before the eShop closed, that got over a million views. So he is, uh, he's kind of all over the place. It just depends on the topic, the game, whatever. And so I decided to look at his video numbers since he quote unquote came back. And he's been releasing content on a fairly regular basis. And here's the thing. There does seem on the surface to be a dip in viewers. But at the same time, there's a lot of suggestion that it is not going to be as extreme as people think. That Super Mario RPG 25 years later, a Nintendo Classic video got 256,000 views. Now granted, a lot of people are going there to probably say, I can't believe you're making videos again. How could you do this after you do that? But then he releases another video, Top 10 Nintendo Switch Games 2024 edition. That gets 154,000 views. So yeah, that's still pretty much in line with what he's usually getting. Now he then does Sonic Superstars. That gets 110,000 views still within, you know, his average. Then Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. That did 97,000 uh, views, and I have to admit, I'm a little surprised. Like, does pe do people still play Assassin's Creed anymore? Maybe they do. 
I haven't really heard of it from it for a while, but you know. And then we get into the dips. He makes a video up on Kirby Triple Deluxe. Um, curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, that makes 68,000 views. That's three weeks ago. Then um, he does Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. That gets 63,000 views. That was two weeks ago. Top 10 3D platformers, 70,000 views, 12 days ago. And Resident Evil 7, which gets 50,000 views. So, okay, it's they're trending a little downward. At the same time, videos in his past have gotten this much average. Now, we'll have to wait and see if this becomes the new average. If this becomes the new average, he will probably have to change his staffing um, positions. Some people might get laid off, unfortunately. Uh, he might have to redo how he does business. But the bottom line is he seems to be doing fine in the views because nobody makes videos like he does. Like, there's no completionist alternative to someone who's trying to complete the games and all that jazz. Like, this is all him. He has this market cornered, and the videos are still entertaining, even if this scandal arose. So, I'm kind of looking at this, and, you know, maybe we'll review this again in a few more months, kind of see if my predictions come true. But I personally think Gerard the Completionist is going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. I, I think he'll take like a temporary hit, but because, you know, um, raising money for charities was never his bread and butter. That was just something he did on the side. Okay. He can't do that on the side. That's an appropriate punishment, but his core product, completing games, doing video essays, doing these top 10 lists, that's still there. He can still do that. And Regardless what he may have done legally, it doesn't change the fact that, well, a good game is a good game, and people want to see what a great game is and, you know, whether or not games are worth completing. So he, I think he's going to be fine in the long run. We will have to wait and see, but I, I think that compared to other YouTube controversies that I have seen and I have discussed, I think this one's kind of minor, all things considered, if only because... I'm having a hard time pinpointing who was truly harmed except for a little bit of trust. Really, I think Gerard was the one who got hurt the most in this because, again, money's donated, He and he probably can't be on charity events anymore. But at the end of the day, eh, well, he kind of did that to himself. But otherwise, I don't think anything was stolen, stolen. So anyway, we'll have to see. That is going to be the end of this discussion. If you are listening to this podcast on YouTube. I'd like to know what your thoughts are so you can comment below and like, favorite, share, subscribe. And uh, hey, if you're listening to this on podcast form and you have not yet subscribed to the show, this is your first time, welcome. So glad to have you here. But hey, let's make it official. You can subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Google Podcasts, whatever podcasting services out there. And as always, everyone, have a great day and I will see you later.